What's good, everyone, and welcome to a Tri-Public Podcast. I'm your host, Charles, and you are now officially in Season 3, Episode 1, Life is a Bleak. If you don't know, now you will know that it is Mental Health Awareness Month, and we're just going to kick it off and talk about, you know, life is a bleak, our experiences, you know, just our everyday life. Just to let you know, this is a solo episode, but I'm definitely going to just talk on this just a little bit because I feel as though this is very important for all the bleaks out there who you know, have a difficult time sometimes adjusting in society, uh, how we are, you know, exiled at times from our own community, uh, just off of the things that we like. And I just want to be sure that, you know, the bleaks are aware out there, all of you, that, you know, this podcast is for, you know, a group of bleaks, all of us to come together and speak about our experiences, our hobbies, and the things that we like and enjoy. There's no reason for you to feel like an outcast. But if ever you do, you're always welcome a part of this tribe. And I extend that to anyone who's interested in just, you know, becoming and listening to a tribe called Bleak. So, life is a bleak. First topic, how being a bleak affects your social life. Now, I can definitely testify to this. I've experienced this in so many ways. Uh, You know, I think... For me personally, I've had you know difficulty as far as meeting people who can really understand me or you know relate to the things that I do like. I think it is a little bit easier today now that we live in a more acceptable society as far as like being oblique. But you know, <clears throat> off of the hobbies that I've enjoyed, you know, I used to get made fun of, bullied in school. Uh, because, you know, I was like, you know, a gamer and, you know, I loved anime and the music that I enjoyed, you know, uh, when I was at recess, you know, it was like, oh, you know, you're not black enough because of the things that, you know, I had interest in, you know, Toonami was a big thing. So a lot of my friends who I had these discussions with weren't black, you know, not to say that there aren't blacks out there who enjoy these type of things, but in my environment in the you know school that I was going to it was predominantly white and for you know the few black students um few black classmates that I had with me you know me having these interests did not suit them and so therefore it was like okay well you're not black enough because of the nerdy stuff that you like so you need to hang out with you know white people and there are white people who were like shocked to have like to know of like a black person who was into you know comic books and anime just things that would be considered nerdy you know in our community and then it was like oh okay well that's cool but you know uh you're like different because to me, you're not black enough because you don't fit the stereotype that I'm accustomed to, you know? So for the bleaks out there who know exactly where I'm coming from, I definitely would like to, you know, hear about your experiences. You know, again, the email is up a tribe called bleak at gmail.com. If ever you want to go ahead and give your responses, your experiences, I would definitely love to hear that. But these are just a few of mine. And, you know, I just, you know, want to share these with you guys because I want you guys to be aware of like, hey, look, we've all been there. I've certainly been there, you know, and, you know, we get these experiences day in and day out, but it's okay because we are who we are and we like what we like. So 
Uh, you know, you have some hardcore bleaks out there that I've seen, you know, who take things to a whole other level. I'm not on that level like that. Like, I remember growing up, uh, you know, being at recess as well. Like, you know, another bleak that I did know, uh, he took it to heart as far as like, you know, whenever we watched Dragon Ball Z, if ever he was going to get into a fight with another student, he would actually try to power up. He ended up getting his ass whooped, but still, it was just one of those things where I was like, bro, like, there is a sense of reality and a sense of, like, you know, fantasy. You know, you don't want to blur the lines, but, you know, in his in his mind, he really thought he was going to be, like, the black Super Saiyan, but that black Super Saiyan didn't come through, and, yeah, he got, you know, his ass whooped at the playground. Needless to say, uh, he wasn't doing any more power-ups. But uh, he actually enrolled into like a boxing class. So uh, let me see here. Topic number two, how the black community exiles us in certain scenarios. Uh, So I'm going to speak for me. Um, You know, as I mentioned earlier, you know, being oblique, I've had people, you know, of my own, like exile me because, you know, of the things or my interests. Uh, one prime example I can remember is like me skateboarding. I had such a big, you know, passion for like skateboarding, doing kick flips and pop shoves and grinding that whenever, you know, like black people would see me with a skateboard. And this is like before Pharrell, Lupe Fiasco, you know, made it like really, really cool for like before like hip hop got into the whole skate scene. Right. Um, you know, I would get made fun of because I was on my deck, you know, like skateboarding and stuff. And then like, you know, most of the black kids who were popular were more into like athletics. So it was just awkward for them to see someone like me on a skateboard with like some white friends. I'm like, oh, he's not black. Oh, he a sellout. Oh, he's white, you know, which was completely ridiculous. But it was just crazy, like how... It was in the late 90s and early 2000s before skate culture and just like the whole, you know, black nerd, nerdom came to the forefront. So for you young bleaks out there, you guys are very fortunate, I would say, to grow up in a time where a lot of these things were, you know, are a lot more acceptable than it was for me growing up because I just did not have that same accolade um, as far as like to really embrace those things. Now, did I stop skateboarding? Of course, when I got older, but not for the fact that, like, oh, I was, like, you know, shamed for doing so. You know, um, when I was a part of, like, the, you know, the academic decathlon, I went to an all-black high school. It was the first one in the state of Georgia. And when I went there, you know, for me, like, from what I was seeing, what made you popular and cool was, like, selling drugs, girls getting pregnant, and every, you know, there were, like, every period that I had, there was at least, like, two, three girls pregnant. And so, you know, me joining the science club and the academic decathlon, I was, like, exiled from some of my classmates just for the fact that I had to, you know, I enjoyed being in, you know, academic uh curriculum extra activities outside of school and you know i used to get made fun of for that and so for you bleaks out there you know even in our adult life i feel like we could still experience that not nearly as bad because you know of course we have better confidence and we're more established but you know i feel like we always 
and I can say always, but we've had at least one experience in our lifetime that we can relate to where, you know, the black community has not embraced us, you know, and so it can be a little disheartening, you know, to hear like, oh, you're not black enough for my comfort because of what you like, you know, and it's not like we like anything wrong or bad. It's just that for some reason, and it's sad to say this, it's like in most things in a black community, if it's not amongst like a negative stereotype for us, it's not going to be embraced in a positive way. Like, I feel like it's sad that, you know, it's more acceptable to be like more on the gangbang tip or just something that's just not positive for us as people, you know. But yeah, if you, you know, like a comic book character or you like science or math or whatever it is that you're interested in that has some type of, uh, hobby interest or education that is shunned for us as people. And, you know, I just want you guys to know like, Hey, you know, it's okay being yourself as a bleak. I'm very happy that I've, you know, stayed this way and stayed in my lane and enjoy the things that I've had because, you know, for some of my old classmates, you know, it, people live their own lives, of course, but the things that they were interested in did not work out well for them. I could just say it as that for their hobbies or interests because it led them to a different type of path that just wasn't as successful. I want to talk about the third point, awkward situations with family. Now, I haven't really experienced this too much. Luckily, you know, I, I've come from a, you know, a family with like uh, a, a, really good educational background. So they really embraced that. And, um, some of them are bleaks, you know, like they, they are. And so that hasn't really been a situation for me, but I do know for some of my friends who have like, you know, been in situations where their family is, you know, a little, little out there, you know, a little, little ratchet, a little, little something, something else. Like I'll, I'll say like, you know, a, an old close friend of mine, she um, was the salutatorian in high school, uh, you know, of my class. And she was completely the opposite of her family in every sense. She loved her family. Her family loved her. But they would make fun of the things that she was into because she was a huge Harry Potter fan. And I used to see not so much as torment, but like how awkward it would be for her off of her interests when they would give her like gifts and they couldn't relate to it. But it's like, okay, well, you know, she likes it. So, you know, but for you bleaks out there, um, you know, I want you to know that, you know, still love your family. Um, Not saying you don't, but, you know, you know, find other bleaks out there who you can at least have these conversations with because it is very surreal at times when this is some people's experiences, you know, but uh, that's one that I know of. But luckily, you know, you know, some bleaks are fortunate to have family that doesn't, you know, shun them off the things that they like. But, you know, it's just nice to have that support. Let me see here. Fourth talking point. Benefits of being a bleak. I feel as though being a bleak is absolutely outstanding. And the reason being is that we have a different set of lens 
only on experiences that we know of for the fact that we can be in awkward situations. Um, and awkward doesn't necessarily have to mean bad, but we can just pick up on things that I think our own people wouldn't. And then we can see through certain things that other races try to apply on us, you know, um, and we can have like a sarcastic way of like responding to that because it's like, ha yeah, I see that BS. You're not going to pull that shit on me, you know, and respond in a way that doesn't make us look as if like, you know, we're ballistic or crazy or losing our mind. Um, I just feel as though in society, unfortunately, black intellects are feared, yet um, respected. I feel like, you know, being a bleak, it's like there is a fear on both ends of the spectrum within our own community where it's like, okay, um, this person can be some type of competition for me or, you know, they're a sellout and that's not necessarily the case at all just because you're an intellectual. But on the flip side of that, you know, when it comes to other races in like, you know, certain markets as far as like, you know, career opportunities and everything else, if you break that mold of a stereotype, that can be very, very feel fearful, you know, for them, for the fact that it's like, hey, look, you're not fitting the stereotype that I'm accustomed to and I do not like it. You know, are there more of you like that out there in this world? And there are. There are plenty of bleaks out here. You know, yeah, of course there's different layers or layers of bleaks, but you know, intellect you know, intellect uh is perceived in different ways and it can be subjective. But I think overall we can have a general idea of what intellect is, where it's like, you know, based off of an articulate conversation, you and that bleak already relate to each other, you know. And that's always like a big deal for us, where it's like, oh, man, you know, we can relate in conversation. They're, you know, intelligent. Um, they're well-spoken. Okay, I definitely click with this person immediately, automatically. I've experienced that. I don't know about for you other bleaks out there definitely would like to hear that but that's just you know for me but i just want to let you guys know like hey being oblique is awesome it's great don't change it for anybody be yourself embrace who you are enjoy your hobbies grab more into you know knowledge out there it's definitely you know available for all of us and i just want you guys to know that hey you're not alone you know, that's the beauty of this podcast and this, you know, tribe of ours, you know, which I was happy to cultivate and grow. I definitely, definitely want to reach more of the masses worldwide. So please go ahead and spread the word about a tribe called Bleak. You know, um, Ralph and I have definitely worked on the audio. I'm sure you guys can definitely hear the difference of, you know, of us improving. We definitely want to just be here and support you guys as much as you guys as, you know, supporting us. Um, and as far as my final thoughts, you know, just be you, you know, uh, a bleak that I always look up to when I was growing up was Pharrell. Uh, Pharrell Williams was always himself no matter what. And he still is himself no matter what. And, you know, seeing that man, you know, be himself and have the success that he has in music, fashion, and just other various things of like hobbies that he's enjoys. Um, 
always was like motivation for myself, you know, and, you know, me being a person, I love building model cars, like working on, you know, I work in IT, so I work on networking, cybersecurity, things of that sort catch my interest. I love to read. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, big anime fan. I love cars. So, you know, with those interests right there, how it changes for me uh, over time, I've always enjoyed. And so for you bleaks out there, I want you guys to know, always keep being you and never change for anyone. You know, um, that's it for my final thoughts. I really appreciate your time. This was just going to be a short solo episode, you know, to start off with season three, episode one, Life is a Bleak. But I just want you guys to know that this season is going to be very fun. Ralph and I have some pretty cool stuff coming out for you guys as far as content. We appreciate all the support. If you do want to support us and sponsor us in any type of way, we are on Cash App at A Tribe Called Bleak. We greatly appreciate all the support. And for the next episode discussion, I think you guys are going to really like this topic out there. Um, Season 3, Episode 2 was Kanye West, Lupe Fiasco, and Pharrell Williams the first mainstream bleaks in hip-hop. So all my hip-hop heads out there, music guys, I think you guys are going to really appreciate this episode uh, coming up. Ralph and I are very excited to talk about it because, you know, we love music, we love hip-hop, and there's definitely something to be shared with those three artists out there. I think they've had like a huge cultural impact Excuse me, on hip-hop, And, you know, we're just going to be very excited to talk about it. Until next time, be safe out there, bleakers.